Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops, homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. We have a fabulous show lined up for you today. My guest is Jim Baer. Jim is with AE Wealth Management. We're going to be talking about him And as you know, uh, when I bring somebody on, I'm always more interested in who this person is than what they do. That isn't to say that what they do is unimportant. But, you know, if you're anything like me, I want to be comfortable and confident with the people I work with. And knowing their background, having a sense of who they are makes everything so much easier. So... With that, I want to welcome Jim Bear. Jim, welcome to Cover Your Assets. Well, thank you, Todd, for having me on today. Hey, how you doing? How you doing yeah, today? I'm doing well. All right, we're we're up early, everybody. We are. You're all out there, up folks out there in Radio Land with their uh, coffee. We're listening here. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Two cups on the way, and you know it. I just did one. Okay. <laughs> well, so you know that uh, introduction is very honestly what I'm looking for, and and. Folks, Jim, just as a little bit of insider context, Jim has been in the uh, financial advisory business for a long time. Uh, he's not quite, I think, my age, but he's he's getting up there, <laughs> been around. And he is a specialist in retirement planning. That is a very different segment. Every financial advisor on the planet talks to you about retirement off in the future. But when you really get there, then they don't have the answers. And Jim does. That is his specialty. But now let's kind of just gravitate back. Um, The questions that I have are going to be less related, Jim, to your company, which if you are listening and want to take notes, that is that is uh, first you can go to his website. The name of his company is J. Allen Financial, J. Allen Financial. And you can find his website by going to enterretirement.com. His phone number is 763-657-1828. And uh, we are going to talk about Jim and his life. So, Jim, tell me, where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, uh, 6224 Winnetka Avenue. It was about a 1,001 square foot home with uh, 
three bedrooms, two bath, one bath, and uh, you knew you had money in our neighborhood because you had a garage. <laughs> so I like that. We had a one-car detached garage, and um, um, yeah, I had a wonderful upbringing. My I have a sister who's uh, older than me, and it's the two of us. Okay. Well, that answers one of my questions. So where so where did you go to school? What was the name of schools that you attended then? So I was near uh, some elementary schools, Meadow Lake, uh, Abraham Lincoln. I went to a private school. Uh, 1973, my dad, uh, he was a custodian for District 281, and he saw something in the school district that said, we got to get the kids out of the public school. Isn't that something? And when, yeah. when would that have been? That, what, night in the 70s, that yeah, was? Yeah, 73, and I... And I I wonder what it was. I never did find out what he saw, and I wonder how it would probably pale in comparison to, you know, maybe what's going on today. So we got we were enrolled in a private school called Fourth Baptist for several years, and then uh, I was able to do my high school years at Minnehaha Academy. Very good, very good. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, so my my children, my 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 boys attended uh, a private uh, private lower school. And uh, I certainly understand. But in the 70s, um, I'm just trying to think back of what was going on back then. I do remember the riots in Minneapolis that took place in the 70s. So there was there was turmoil then, just like there is now. You know, I, I asked one of my clients, I was telling my clients one of that, and she said, you know, probably what happened was the dress code changed for teachers. <laughs> it used to be, you know, dresses and suits. And uh, then it got a little more relaxed. And I think that might have been part of it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, it was a it was a different world and uh, dare I say a better world. <laughs> Be <laughs> careful so. here. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. So so you're a little bit about your dad. How about your mom? What'd your mom do? Was she a stay at home mom or she worked too or what? You know, she was home. Uh she was an entrepreneur. Really? Yeah, back really? in the sixties. Uh, uh she promoted gospel music. So she'd bring up these southern gospel groups from Tennessee and the Deep South, and and then the record companies came to her and said, "Hey, how about distributing the records the, uh, to all the Christian bookstores?" So out of our house, out of our basement, she started a business, Lee Records. That's my wow. dad's middle name, and um, very unusual. Looking back, very unusual at the time. It felt normal because this is what every family does. So we were always going to twenty-three different bookstores every month to do inventory, and so I became the muscles for uh, bringing boxes of records from the UPS trucks that would drop it off to the basement. She would categorize it, and I saw a work ethic in her. She was up early, and I saw coffee always with her, and um, she even ventured into other things. I think she got bored a lot because she decided to enter a recipe contest uh, in, 19, I think it was 1972, and um, Weight Watchers was kind of all the rage back then, and um, she decided to enter a recipe at the Minnesota State Fair uh, to see if she could win. And the grand prize was going to be a Litton microwave oven, that really big brown one with the big dial oh, on the front. Oh, I so remember. And then uh, the next one was a, a broiler toaster oven. And she was like, I hope I get the toaster oven. That would be so cool. So she entered her recipe, which was Weight Watcher potato chips. And all that it was was peel a potato, put it over a wire cookie rack, sprinkle some barbecue salt on it, Voila. <laughs> she won grand prize. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Dayton's department store coming out and delivering this monstrous microwave oven. And it took two guys to bring it in and plopped it down on the counter. And it filled the whole counter plus into the sink a little bit. And my mom go, what the heck am I going to do with this? Because she's a from scratch cook. She's right. not going to cook anything in a microwave. But she <sighs> realized, hey, I could heat my coffee up. Because coffee was never hot enough for her. So that was a pretty big appliance just to heat coffee. But um, I, I observed that. And then we went into carpet cleaning business um, with my dad. And uh, their goal was to um, take part of their business, which was also stickers and music, and go to these southern all-night gospel sings in the south. And uh, so the grand plan was uh, to get an airplane. And uh, my mom was going to get her driver's license, or pilot's license, I should say. And my dad was going to be the mechanic, because that's the background he came from. And um, tragically, he died when I was nine. And so that whole dream just kind of went out the window. Wow. Wow. That's a oof, that's a drop-off. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, so did your, so your, so your mother never was able to realize that dream of becoming a pilot? She never was. Plane. 
Um, we were near the Crystal Airport, if the local listeners are familiar with it, off of Highway 81. And uh, every time we drive past there, she goes, man, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. Uh, why didn't I? And it came down to there's a short cross country and a long cross country. And those are the last two steps before you can uh, get your license. And um, she stopped at the short one. She never got to the long one because my dad came down with cancer. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, so that's uh, that kind of stuck with me. Well, I'm sure that had a profound impact on yeah. your life and, and growing up as a young man. Yeah, it did. Uh, tell me a little bit about how she managed, because everything that you said up to this point about her entrepreneurialism is very impressive, especially as someone who understands how different the world was back then to have uh, a woman who had the, what, courage yeah. and 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 gall to go out and, and make something on her own and be an entrepreneur. That's incredibly impressive. It really um, is. As I, um, my mom passed away about two years ago, and my sister and I were reflecting on you know our childhood, and you know we realized for years we thought this is normal. You know, yeah. <laughs> we would run a business out of the Far house from it. and uh, realized that is so ahead of the curve for yeah. back then. Um, I don't think she managed it well, to be honest with you. Um, she did get married within about nine months after my dad died, which sounds like a beginning of a joke. It wasn't. And um, she she really thrived then, and that uh, was a good relationship, but he passed away uh, about eight years later. Oh, devastating. And, uh, so just a lot of turmoil, and I don't think she ever really realized or managed you know, what she's going through. And uh, we're Norwegian. We're from Minnesota. We've got Lutheran blood in our veins, and uh, sometimes we just don't talk. We just kind of repress things, and I think that's what she did, and uh, I think she went into depression and, yeah, and never really lived a fulfilled life. Wow. Wow. So how old were you when your first when your father passed away? He was nine years old. You were nine years old. Yeah. So there was eight more years beyond that, which took you just about up to your up up to the end of your high school years. Then, yeah, huh? just about. I was uh, one year shy. I was in my junior year that my stepdad passed away, and I th I think looking back too, he really had a big influence on me because he was in sales. Um, he sold for a company called Tyndale House, which uh, they have a Bible called the Living Bible. Um, later, they did the Left Behind books, which was very popular for them. And uh, so we're now we're back in the Christian bookstore world. He's doing books. My mom's doing the, the albums. And um, this is what Gene was his name. And one thing that I remember about him was he'd go back. I'd go with him on sales calls. And uh, every time he walked in the room, if someone had met him, they would start smiling at him before he even got up there to have a conversation. I'm like, that's a cool thing. And I And I think I pick up a lot of him in my process when I meet with people and get to know people. Um, and I find that I want to leave people a little bit better than wow. how I found them. And I think laughter is good. Smiling is good. Um, and I, you know, we try to incorporate that at the office as much as possible with that. But uh, I think, um, I never realized it till I, you know, really thought back on it, but he, to have that legacy where you walk in the room before you talk to someone and they're smiling at you. That's a pretty good legacy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, I, I meant to ask you, how, how old is your sister? Is she younger than you or older than you? I don't know. Can I say that on the air, Barbara? Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, she is uh, two years older than me. She just, I'm going to say it. She's six years old. <laughs> okay, so she's just yeah, a couple no. years older. Yeah, a couple All right. years older. Well, you know, that that is uh, quite a tale to for your dear mother to have lost yeah. two hu husbands in that short period of time. Yeah. Goodness gracious, did she ever marry again thereafter? She did. Um, so, and uh, she passed away still married. Uh to uh, David. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. So she was I mean, a lot of resilience to very much to so. have your heart broken mm -hmm. um, two times and and still be willing to I mean that's that's a challenge. Uh, I can see that emotionally that that would be so devastating, yep. especially when you've got kids, children, I mean, goodness yep. gracious. So so he was in sales and she was continuing her entrepreneurial endeavors in the in the record business yeah. as well. She was uh, up until about the early 80s, um, which, as you know, <laughs> what you were doing in the early 80s with farmers, uh, you know, that economy just went um, inflation and uh, recessions and all of that. And uh, 
So record companies decided to go direct to bookstores mm. instead of have a middleman. So this we're talking specifically about Christian music. Christian right? music. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it. Um, I, I I just a, a deviation. I found found it interesting that you said how she brought him around to it because my my father in when I was very young was in the radio business and although they made absolutely no money, I mean he had been he was with seventeen different radio stations because they. Wow. He'd, you know, he'd start him in the middle of the night, and if he didn't, if he didn't do well, they'd fire him, and three months later, my mother would be devastated. But the thing that was interesting is that all of the the artists had to go around and literally solicit the the DJs yeah. to get them to play the music, because there was no distribution in those days right. like there is today. So, you know, he was like a celebrity, more with the celebrities who actually did the did the business hmm. then and, and actually he was with the people too but it's interesting what you're saying about how she brought it to the music stores and uh and and that was the outlet so that's that's very intriguing to me but it's not surprising i guess it was just a different world back then so the i do know something else that i'll bring up you have a lot of music uh in your family generally don't yeah, you yeah i do i mean yeah, did mom, your mom sing yeah my mom played piano and uh, she played the piano, and I think her goal every time she played was to get every key on, in the song. I mean, she just was all over the keyboard because back then in the 50s and 60s, you were the whole band, a lot of these churches. I mean, you were you were the bass line, you were the percussion, you were the melody, and you had to drive everything. It oh, wasn't wow. like a band. And so, you know, her style was very, oh, that's, that's you know, Beverly Bear, you know, playing on the, on the, uh, on the piano. And... Uh, we, you know, we heard that all the time. She gave lessons and music as well all the time in the house. And, um, yeah, she just instilled that wonderful gift in us. Oh, wow. So I'm going to come back, folks. We're going to take our first break. And I'm going to ask you some questions. You kind of already, you know, uh, talked a little bit about some of the things that you've learned, uh, at least from your from your uh, uh, stepfather. But I'm going to ask you some things about your mom because undoubtedly you learned some lessons from your mother. I mean, beyond the coffee and the up early, I'm sure that you learned a lot of lessons. And we're going to come back and talk about that. And then we're going to get into a little bit about how you wound up doing what you're doing in this in this background. Uh, folks, you all know I had a, had a uh, financial company. I had a lot of financial advisors work, working uh, with me and for me. And uh, it's a business that I know very well. And it's not an easy business. And so it takes some gumption just to step in and then to succeed is no small thing. So I really want to know about that. So we'll be back in just a moment. Social we'll Security. You spent your entire working life paying into it. So don't you want to get the most out of it? Jim Baer and his team at JL and Financial can show you ways to do that with their free Social Security report. Download your copy today at rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. JL and Financial offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JL and Financial are not affiliated companies. J. Allen Financial is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or governmental agency. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village. I am Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I am also a villager. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank, built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. As a community bank, we are here to help businesses grow and make our community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us online at villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month in 2021 to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with your village, Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. 
We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So we are uh, sitting here with our wonderful guest and new sponsor, Jim Baer. Uh, Jim Baer owns J. Allen Financial. He is an investment advisor representative with AE Wealth Management. And we are talking about Jim and his background. He has brought up some incredibly intriguing things. And you know, we're all a product of where we came from. And it is so nice to know the people that you're doing business with and feel comfortable uh, understanding their background and where they're coming from. It just makes everything so much more fluid and, and, and melds together with a, with a good, solid relationship. Uh, so we had talked a little bit about the influence that your stepfather had on you, also your 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 actual father, your biological father. Yes. But your mother is is a, a pinnacle uh, factor or, or feature in your life. I have no doubt you had to have learned a lot of things from her. Tell me a little bit about that. You know, I I did. Um, we never really, as I mentioned in the the previous segment, we really never had deep conversations about money or life, uh, just because of the culture she grew up in. Um, but through observation, I learned a lot. Um, and I think it started, and I remember the day, um, uh, excuse me, January 15th, 1974. That was the day my dad died. And my sister and I were coming home from the school and uh, we arrived at the house and there were a lot of cars in the driveway and we're thinking, it's a Tuesday. Why is everybody there? And we discovered quickly as soon as we got in the house what was happening. It was when our pastor came forward and said, today your dad went home to be with the Lord. Oh. And it was just, he had battle cancer. And, you know, I knew what that meant because of our faith, but I had no idea what uh, was going to happen to me going forward. And, you know, it was like, was I going to be able to keep my drum set, my dog, my friends, go to the same school? Just, you know, a lot of questions. And that day proved to be very pivotal for me being in this industry because financially nothing changed for me at all. In fact, things got a little better. You know, we were starting our vacations at the airport instead of the driveway. And, we had pizza on Tuesday night. We never had that. And everything I needed was provided. And I still don't know to this day what they did, but I know in order for something like that to happen, I know now there had to be some financial planning. Yeah. And they did something to provide the money that I needed to go to private school. Um, drumming, which I still do today, is an expensive hobby, and they provided a lot of drum sets for me. Um, in fact, I was able to go to Oral Roberts University and be the first one in my family to walk across the stage and pick up a diploma in 1987. And um, very, very grateful for all of that. So I think I learned from observation um, it's important to plan, which I, I realized that probably about four years ago. And it's like, wow, they did something really big for me. And I'm, I'm still grateful for that. I'm, I'm reaping the benefits of that today. 
So I think also just how they spent money. Um, never had any debt that I'm aware of. Uh, there was no pressure that we got them. You know, I never saw things like we got to run to the store to make a payment on a charge card or we got to run to the bank and, you know, make a mortgage payment. There was none of that stress. Uh, we always had money if we needed it, but they were pretty frugal. They lived below their means and uh, they became savers. And uh, I think I learned through observation, you know, those two big things. Wow. As you say that to me, it immediately brings to mind, the, 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 in my mind, the distinct contrast. So my wife is one of six kids. Her father passed away when she was very young. And they had done no planning. Um, as uh, In fact, uh, her father had apparently gone to um, the the in town that was Crookston, Minnesota in town insurance agent Noah, uh, who who was the American Family Insurance agent, and had filled out a life insurance application, and he was literally to go there to sign it that day, and the that evening he passed away in his wow. sleep, and she and Shirley, my <sighs> wife's mother, was left with six kids, and I can tell you that the impact on them was was devastating and has had rippling effects through their life in the way yeah. that they have all uh, functioned and operated going forward. So, I mean, that, that security, without getting into the business side of what you're doing, it is a profound thing. It, it really is. is. And and nobody, nothing ever goes wrong until it does. And, you know, it it... it, it that's it. It's interesting. You never had to have these conversations about money because I can tell you right now that uh, Shirley, with with their kids, was was hands shaking every day trying to figure out how in the world we we're going to put food wow. on the table. So, very very interesting. So the other thing though that 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 came to mind that's a little bit off uh, track here, but I, I get the sense that although your 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 mom was probably a wonderful lady, she had some tenacity in her uh, to be able to purge forward and say, you know, I'm going to make this happen. Your dad had a job that was uh, the type of job that I'm sure had benefits, but not something that was ever going to create any real amount of, no. of wealth or stability. No. And so her sense was she was going to find a way to do that on yeah. her own. That's impressive in and of itself. Yeah. We could call it stubbornness, too, instead <laughs> of tenacity, because she's Norwegian. <laughs> but yeah, she did. She um, And again, I... Our relationship was a bit strained for, for most of my life, um, probably because when I, <laughs> I say it tongue-in-cheek, but when I was born, my parents only had one name picked out for me, and it was Cynthia. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start calling you that. Are you going to call me that? Okay. <laughs> and I can't touch you because you're a Navy SEAL. Uh, and I was like, maybe that was the beginning of some disappointment. I don't know. And uh, so kind of interesting, my mom's first thought was, well, let's name him Paul. And uh, if you put Paul in front of Bear and say Paul Bear, it just doesn't <laughs> sound right. So I'm very grateful she sounded it out. So I became Boy Bear. Um, and then it was my dad's job to name me. So he named me after the first pilot in the Army, Colonel James Allen. So that's how I got my name. But uh, so a little bit, you know, strained relationship. But I do wonder what that seed was that was planted inside of her to start a business as a woman in the 50s and 60s I mean, where nobody was doing I mean Mary right. Kay was kind of maybe you know the the poster for a lot of women starting businesses but um yeah she just had this promoter gene inside of her and she was always thinking about you know where she could promote groups and uh grow the business and uh it was it was pretty amazing uh, it, it, I mean it, it, it you go back that far and it was just not done. I mean, it just wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, I, I, you know, you know Kim Nibo, and Kim had to start her insurance business, but that was, you know, later in the eighties and, and nineties, which was still very, very hard. But yeah. when you talk about the, you know, fifties and sixties and seventies, man, that's just, oh yeah. man. So, so what was your what was your first work experience? What was the first time that you actually had a, a real uh, not 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 a, an adult but job, but as as a kid, a job where you had to actually show up and 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 do, you know, do the deal. Well, it's family business. Family <laughs> so, business. So that was it. Huh? So yeah, working I mean, for mom and with mom. With mom, probably at about nine or eight, maybe. Uh, 
So in our house, uh, my mom grew up pretty conservative in a Pentecostal background, and so TV was really taboo. So we got one hour of TV growing up. And uh, so she capitalized on that and said, if you'll help me, uh, we'd fold concert posters and staple them and then address them. And then she had uh, like Ziploc baggies where we would put these uh, sheets of stickers in there for another business that she had. So she needed labor and the currency she used was you could watch TV while you do it. <laughs> so my sister and I were all ears. So and then she did start, you know, paying us some money. She was she was good. She was fair. Um, and so that was kind of the, the first job. And then I, I think outside of the family business, um, I kind of followed in my dad's footsteps and I got a janitorial job at the church we were going to. And, uh, that too played a, a role, I think, in doing what I'm doing because, and that job was, we're going to pay you for these many hours. If you can get the job done sooner, you still get to keep all the pay for the hours. And I realized I'm working by myself. Uh, kind of on my own schedule. They gave me a timeline of when the building had to be clean and I could work around that. And um, so that played a big role. And I probably was about 13 at the time. And how long did you do that? Uh, I did that all the way through high school. And then I had another uh, Channel 29 when it first launched here in the Twin Cities. I worked there and it was a different, uh, it was a Christian station. So I did that there and I did it through college. And uh when I first got started in the business, trying to make some money, I ended up still doing it uh, on the side until I could cross over and do this full time. So I'm assuming that you, you okay, I, I was assuming you, you left that when you went to college, when you went to Oral Roberts University. Is that right or the is cleaning? that wrong? Yeah, uh, yeah, I just had different places where I would clean. Oh. <laughs> so at the university, I cleaned there and then uh, found another building because there's a lot of buildings to clean. That is so, great. Yeah, so that I is great. That really, well, very good. for 10 years. So we're going to take another break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about what led Jim to his current uh, company uh, that he owns. And uh, uh, again, I want to make the point that uh, Jim is an investment advisor representative with AE Wealth Management. He specializes in retirement planning. And uh, if you haven't gotten this, Jim is a fabulous guy and has a very interesting background, and we're just kind of getting to know Jim. So we will be right back. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 202 
612-202-8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. One, one. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. Are you missing anything in your plan? Find out with JLN Financial's Retirement Checklist. If you could check all the boxes on the list, you may be ready for retirement. If not, JLN Financial can help. Get this checklist now at rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. JLN Financial offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JLN Financial are not affiliated companies. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, folks. We have in studio, I have in studio with me, uh, my guest, Jim Baer. Uh, Jim is an investment advisor representative with AE Wealth Management. He is a retirement specialist, and we're talking a little bit about his background. We have up to this point talked about his upbringing with his mother and father, uh, then later his stepfather, and some of the uh, lessons that he learned growing up that have led him into uh, this business. And so I'm going to let him go with that. Tell me a little bit about how you wound up here. You know, there's a few events. I mean, certainly the day that my dad passed away, looking back, realized how it would be really uh, rewarding to be in an industry where I could help families and individuals when they go through something big that financially they're going to be okay. That was a seed that was planted. Um, about a month before I graduated, I, I went to Old Roberts University and I entered school, probably like a lot of students, thinking, here's what I'm going to do when I end up <laughs> graduating. So uh, I'm a drummer and I play drums as often as I can. And I thought, and I like marketing. So I thought somehow I would blend the two together and go market drums. I have no idea what that would look like, but that was in my (laughs) head. And it wasn't until about a month before graduation, uh, we had kind of a career day. And uh, this gentleman came in and he had a whiteboard and he took a marker and he went from the lower left-hand corner to the upper right-hand corner with a line and said, here's how much money I've made over the last 10 years. And then they took the marker and went to the upper left-hand corner and went down to the lower right-hand corner and said, here's how much time I've put into my business. And I remember physically leaning forward and going, you have my attention. What are you talking about? Well, that he was an advisor in the industry. And I was like, that's it. And uh, my mom also went through an experience where she trusted uh, a broker. And she got into church bonds. It's funny. I was going to bring up that that dirty term that I used yep. to be called a broker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she invested with her heart. And she invested all her money in church bonds. And back in the 80s, you remember that era, uh, you know, interest rates were, you know, amazing compared to what they are today. And uh, she was had enough money to retire at 49. But four years later, she lost everything. And she never talked about it because she's very prideful, very private person. And um, and I always thought, had she been educated, 
you know, she could have avoided that and stayed retired. So those are seeds. And uh, so I pursued getting into this industry uh, after hearing this gentleman uh, talk about his business and uh, went as far as I could. And uh, they said, well, the next step of your um, process here is to move back down to the south and move to Texas and sell cable TV subscriptions door to door. And once you get a thousand of them. Cable TV? Cable TV. Um, then once you get a thousand people to say yes to that, then you'll start studying for all your exams. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. So um, then I started looking in the metro area and insurance companies at that time were getting into the investments in 1987. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know, knocked on every door, went through every application and they all kind of came with the same conclusion. You know, the Limra test, you probably remember that, which is a bit of a screening test. And uh, they said the same thing. You're too young. You have no debt. You have no children. You're not married. What's your motivation to do this? And I said, well, this guy showed me this on the board. You know, he makes more money over time and works less time. And my mom went through this. And so finally, uh, Equitable of New York uh, gave me a chance in uh, September of 1987 and said, we need bodies, but we see something in you. <laughs> I'm like, good enough. I'm in. So I started with them and then uh, progressed to uh, Prudential. And that was a really good experience for me. And then I went with an independent firm that we did radio shows on WCCO on Sunday morning at 630. And that was really fun. And uh, then I uh, took a shot at starting a company with three other partners. And I realized quickly, that's not what I want to do. And then formed my own firm, uh, J. Allen Financial, in uh, January of 2000. Wow. So much, so much that I can say about what you've just talked about. Um, one is, folks, if you're listening to that and saying, why would someone in, in today's environment where you can't find anybody and, and frankly, companies take anybody because you can't, there's just a warm body because nobody wants yep. to work anymore, apparently. But the reason that, that they would have said that back then is because the business was tough yep. and you had to have internal motivation to make it work because there's a whole lot of folks you would start with. Generally, you'd go through classes with these companies they would then take you through the licensing process and then you'd be fortunate, you know, if you started with 20 or 30 people, maybe there'd be two or three left after just right. a few years. So they knew at that time that if you didn't have some uh, 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 motivation that you could put your finger on, you're probably not going to last. So that was something. And, and the fact that you've been in it that long. The other thing, when Jim talks about his mother, I know because I was in that business at that time. Uh, there were not the diversified fund investments like you have today. And so when you would go to invest in a company, there were minimum requirements that were sometimes ten dollars and $25,000 at one equity, one investment, one company. Well, the only way that you could properly diversify with a smaller amount of money, and mind you, at that time, that was a whole lot of money. You had to you had to go to a broker who had access to a brokerage account that allowed them to be able to diversify your funds and offset and hedge some of that risk. So it's interesting as you talk to me about that. I remember yeah. those days so very well. Um, <clears throat> and then when you talked about Prudential, Prudential was one of those wonderful companies that just had a tremendous training program. The yes, they did. New people who fed off one another, whether they were young or older, but new in the business. It was just a tremendous learning experience. IDS was like that for me. Yep. Um, and, and they literally talked you, uh, taught you how to walk, talk, and, and do everything. And it was great. And it's sad they because do. they don't have those same training programs today. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me, you got into the business uh, young um, and, and you're still standing. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I, I mean that. I really mean that. Yeah. Um, and so what do you think your motivations were that enabled you to succeed and, and, and survive and, and thrive uh, through your through this this very tough career choice that you made? I think having four children in five years. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it to you. I say it with a smile on my face, but it's true. I wanted to provide for my family, uh, much like my mom and dad did. Uh, very, albeit a you know a different way. So I just had this inside of me that just said, I think this will work. I know it will work. I just need to get the right training. And it's about seeing people. Uh, it's about activity, uh, and then picking up a, a lot of knowledge along the way. And I kind of liken this uh, example to illustrate my 
where I'm at in my career is I'm like a tomato, which, you know, the knowledge of a tomato is it's really a fruit, but the wisdom is you would never put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> and I've picked up a lot of knowledge, but I also have to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> fact checking. Uh, but there's a, there's just a lot of, the experience starts to come through as I sit down with individuals about, oh, I've been I've been here before. I kind of know where we need to go. I kind of know the direction of it. It's just the little nuances that need to be tweaked out. And that's a fun spot to be in, you know, 34 years later to be able to go, yeah, I can help people when they come in here and they say, here's what I need. And, you know, the biggest need right now that I seem to work with is uh, just the baby boomers. They need income. Uh, it's it's a lot harder today to figure out, can I retire? I mean, years ago, it was, you know, you walk into your benefits department and said, here's your pension check, here's your Social Security check, and you compare that with what you make your check every month and go, it's the same, why am I working? And that's how they, re, you know, retired. And now it's, we don't have the pensions, you know, as a rule. We've got 401ks, we have balances that have accumulated to large amounts, and we just go, how do I get what I need out of there and how long is it going to last? And usually if we can answer that question for people, then they go, well, let's put a retirement date on the calendar. So very interesting. We're going to be coming back from this break and talking about uh, a retirement plan analysis. Uh, Jim and Jay Allen financial offer a complimentary retirement analysis. Again, Jim is an investment advisor representative with AE wealth management. He specializes in a unique niche, and that is retirement planning. Uh, we're going to come back uh, on the other side of the break. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that Jim has uh, endured over his career, and then talk a little bit about uh, what goes into an analysis to determine if you can afford to retire. We will be right back. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day -day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Zero, zero. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at ajolawoffice.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Do you know how your money might be taxed when you're retired? Discover what your future taxes could look like with a free guide called Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Baer at JLN Financial. See the updated tax brackets, current itemized deductions, and much more. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. Get Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Bear at JLN Financial today. Download your copy at 
rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes. J. Allen Financial is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and J. Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at at Kim at KimNibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. This is Cover Your Assets, and we have our guest, Jim Bear with J. Allen Financial, J.L. Financial, J. Allen Financial, and he is an advisor representative with AE Wealth Management. He is a retirement specialist. And we've been talking a little bit, something that I know well, which is the attrition in the business, in the advisory business. It is a fabulous business, but it is very challenging. And surviving uh, your run to daylight, where you're making enough money to put food on the table and actually then at some point begin to build that, that time from beginning to the time where you're actually uh, self-sustaining, that is where you lose everybody. And there's a lot of challenges that go on. I had my own during those years. So tell me a little bit about some of the challenges you've encountered trying to build your business over over your career. I think initially, just when I was 35 years old, decided to start my own firm. And I wish I knew you back then uh, because it's a little different mindset. You're a business owner, not just a practitioner, as you talk about so many times. But it was a good move for me because I got to now control the environment. I got to control the products that I had available to me. There was not a sales manager over me telling me, here's what we have to sell. Or here's the limited choices that we have available. Yuck. (laughs) Yeah. And I felt like, you know, I became more holistic in that approach and being independent um, just felt like I was a better advisor. I know know you've told me in the past that you felt like you could be more focused on the client, which is what you wanted to be without the outside pressure. Absolutely. There wasn't like sales meetings to go to or quotas. And that was part of my past doing into there. Um, I think realizing how important it is just to always be, and you've taught me this too, marketing, even when it's good, you keep marketing, right? You don't pull off and say, Oh, things are going well. I'll just, you know, stop spending the marketing, but keep marketing, um, hiring staff, uh, it took me till probably about 2005 before I really hired staff. And then I realized then the business started to grow where I could outsource those things I don't need to be doing. And um, and then I think we've even talked about this. You know, if you want to grow your business, you know, move your office is one of the best things you can do. So I, I moved my office. And uh, thanks to you, about two and a half years ago, you helped me buy the building that I'm in. And uh, that was a game changer, too. I own a building. You know, I feel like my roots were going down in that process. But always learning. I probably do four or five trips a year just for training and to never be in a bubble. Always make sure that I'm aware of what's going on in the industry, aligning myself with people who want to promote me, but also keep me from a blind spot. Well, you have to stay on the cutting edge of the tax you know, changes. I mean, that's when you're in the retirement planning business, it's such you a do. huge component. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing that I uh, glean from what you said, which is important for people to know, and, and you and I both agree on this, and that is the best way to build a business is by being exceptionally good with the people you're working with. 
Yeah. That's one of the best ways in the world to get new people. So you're you're always looking to create a relationship with people that that goes beyond and supersedes just simply you yeah. know a, a, a short term relationship, but rather yeah. in time. You know, it's interesting when you're in the retirement business. People most of the time know that you and your staff may be outliving them. And that's an mm. interesting component um, yep. because you, you are going to be the one that maybe their family comes to thereafter, Absolutely. you know. And so that's a that's a that that relationship is a very powerful and one that you it's it's palpable, you know that that you're sitting there knowing that this person is probably going to be having conversations like this with your heirs, your family, your kids, yep. what have you. Powerful, powerful thing. So uh, one of the things that that is most useful. And many people say, uh, this is the most useful thing that I've ever done. And, and, uh, it is not necessarily, uh, diversifying and allocating a portfolio, but all about just the retirement analysis to determine, can I now or when in the future, when can I afford to be able to stop working. You know, I talk a lot about financial independence, but at the end of the day, they are very much the same thing. When will my net worth, my funds, allow me to go without earning income into perpetuity of whatever my lifespan might be? And you do a complimentary retirement analysis. Quickly tell me a little bit about that. Well, we start with a conversation, usually a cup of coffee with it. and basically find out, you know, where do we want to head? You know, find out the budget. Very few people have a budget when they walk in my office. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a four-letter word, I think, for some people. So we, we try our best to figure out what the expenses are. And if it's unrealistic, I'll tell them and say we need to be a little more, <laughs> a little bit higher in income. So once we know that budget, I remember uh, I had a client that came in and she goes, I can't retire. There's just no way I can retire. I said, why is that? Well, my, my friends have more money than I do. I said, okay, um, how much do you need a month? I don't know. So we went through her checkbook <laughs> and figured out, I think it was something like uh, $3,000 she needed. And uh, so I, I wrote that down on a piece of paper. And I said, so you get Social Security? She goes, yeah, I'll get about 1500 I said, okay, do you have a pension? Yeah, it'll be about $1,000. I said, so we need to solve for 500 a month, right? Right. And then added up her assets. And I said, so if we could get $500 out of here, without taking a whole lot of risk and make sure it lasts over your lifetime, you would then agree that we probably could retire. And I said, we can do that. There really is no problem here. You have enough, you've saved pretty well. And I remember her looking up at me. She goes, you mean I could tell my boss tomorrow, two weeks? (laughs) I said, yeah. And I could go enroll at the community college art lessons with my granddaughter. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this is pretty powerful what we do for a living. So, so it is, it starts with the budget uh, starts with the assets and then that conversation around taxes. Um, I say a lot of people have accumulated their wealth that I talk to uh, in pre-tax accounts, 401ks, IRAs. And I'm still amazed how many people go, I got to pay taxes on that? Uh-huh. Or that's my tax liability? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, you know, they'll come to me and say, let's, let's take a bunch of money out because I want to remodel our home. And I'm like, you don't want to do that because you're going to have to take about a, you know, whatever. It's more than you think for the taxes on that. So it's that, those conversations about the consequences. Tax planning becomes such a big part of all of this. And, and folks, it's really looking at all of the things that are available to you, uh, with the increasing cost of inflation and how that will affect your purchasing power in the future. It is somewhat of a complex calculation, but Jim and his team are phenomenal at it. And it is a very comfortable uh, experience and one that will leave you much better than you were found um, with that information. Jim, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Uh, Again, I want to say that Jim owns J. Allen Financial. He is an investment advisor representative with AE Wealth Management. He is a retirement plan specialist. You're going to be hearing a lot more about Jim, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have questions, if you need a retirement plan analysis, Jim's the guy to see. Have a great weekend, everybody. 
Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.